Hey, 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 Brandon Beliso here. You're living your best life. It is Friday, Friday, August 5th, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on the West Coast. As I share always, I am Brandon Beliso, and this is Success Never Sleeps, where as a collective, we get together, we chop it up. We try to figure out this thing called life. You know, the big thing I'm, I'm really big on is empowering people to figure out for themselves, right? To figure out for themselves what works and what doesn't work. And that's the beautiful thing about being a small business owner, about being an entrepreneur. In the words of Frank Sinatra, I did it my way, right? And I think that's really important. If you really want to empower yourself, doing it your way is important. But how do you trust yourself, right? How do I really trust myself to make the best choices for my business, to move that needle, to grow my business, to create the ability to impact my community, to serve my family, serve my team and give back. Well, it's trial and error. You know, I use the example all the time. I remember I, I just watched this whole documentary on SpaceX. It was actually a while back, you know, and they built the reusable rockets. And NASA said, you guys are freaking nuts. It'll never happen, right? It just, it won't happen, right? And, and, and the SpaceX people said, well, you know, you waste $40 million, something outrageous like that. Every time you shoot a payload up into the space, these rockets fall into the ocean. So I remember as, as you watch the different scenarios, you know, they test the rockets. The goal is to bring these rockets back to the launch pad like a little remote controlled drone or airplane. Right. And I remember the first time they brought it back, it was coming back too fast. Right. I went boom and they blew up and these guys applauded. They went, yay, because it gave them data. Okay, we got to slow the trajectory, blah, 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 blah. And those types of things happen. So I think learning to trust yourself, write this down. Learning to trust yourself requires you to make mistakes and to not allow that to affect your self-esteem, your self-worth, or your commitment to achieving that goal. Remember when Buzz Lightyear, I always use this one from Toy Story, when Buzz Lightyear realized he was not a space ranger. He was a toy and he couldn't fly. So then he said, well, I'm going to fall with style. That's an example. That's a huge example of that, right? That's a huge example. Cool. So let's take a moment and let's thank our sponsors. Go ahead and plug them in there for us. Marco's got the back end. Marco Mazzola. All right. We got Market Muscles, my studio, Kids Love Life Skills, LC Accounting, Market Muscles, Stephen and the Gang, Innovators, disruptors in cultivating new websites. My studio, always moving that needle, always bettering their products. They're, they're, they're a classic example. You know, there's been challenges with my studio over the years, but hey, to them, they shrug it off because that's part of figuring out what's wrong with this. How do I make it better? If everything was perfect, I would never improve, right? So that's what I dig about my studio too in the gang. Kids love life skills. If you don't have a life skills education system in, in place, Nobody, no parent will view you as an investment for their child, right? I, I share that when people ask for pricing, they say to me, how much for your classes? And I say, your investment, right? Put them in that mindset. You are an investor. Investors think long term. Your investment in your child's personal development needs and future are offered in tuition plans. Hear the word tuition? Tuition plans. So we want to be mindful of that before you tell them the price. You want to prime them and get them into that mental state that we are an investment. This is tuition 
So we're a school, we're an institution, we're a learning environment, and it's for the benefit of your child's developmental needs and future. Write that down, learn to say it, work it into any conversation you have with a potential parent. Got it? Cool. And Elsie Accounting, my sister Letitia, you know, I love her. She, she helps a lot of schools in our industry now, and she definitely is, I'm going to call her. Can, can I do that? Can I call my sister a bull? She'll stay on you. She'll ride you because you, a lot of school owners spend money recklessly. There's no responsibility. There's no rhyme or reason. Letitia keeps me on point, and I'm grateful that I have her in my corner with that, with that said. So I want you to think about that, right? Going back to the life skills for a moment, are you an investment? And if you're not, then I really, really want you to think about that, right? Especially as we run into this recession. I know a lot of people are in denial. They don't want to say we're in a recession, but we are. We are. And it's going to, you think we're in it now, right? Just because gas prices have dropped a little bit. You think we're not in this thing? You wait. The winter is going to be rough. Next year is going to be rough, the first part. So, you know, we were mindful. We're going to remodel both locations. We've kind of put the brakes on for a second. And we're only going to remodel the downstairs of San Francisco. A little bit of something's better than a whole lot of nothing. But our pillar, you know, I share that all the time. A great business knows how to expand. A great business knows how to contract, right? And there's people opening up schools right now and everything. Rock and roll. Certain parts of the country, you know, don't feel the impact as heavy, but we want to be extremely mindful of that, right? All the way around. So please pay attention to that. Um, today's show is going to be all about just chopping it up, man. I've invited anybody and everybody to come on. So if you want to come on, DM Marco Mazzola right now. He'll send you a link. You have a question. We'll chop it up and we'll figure it out. The reason this is so cool, you know, I just got back from the Disney business excellent event and it was very cool because they really engaged the audience it was about getting us to think as leaders as critical thinkers and and the takeaways were many but one of the big takeaways they said that really help us engage our team was four simple words what do you think write that down what do you think and if you're mining that kind of data to people that are at the front line, at your front desk, on the mat teaching, and you take that input and you leverage it and you implement what makes sense based upon your values and purpose, then your team feels that they are autonomous. They feel that they're valued and they feel like they're putting in input. And that was very cool. What do you think? And I've been using it you know, all week long. My team goes, what do you mean? What do I think? I want to know. What do you think? Cool. So you come aboard, say hello. I want to see who's there. Jason's there. Bob Poole's there. Who else is there today? Give us some plugs, some shout outs. Yep, yep, yep. I love to shout out people. I see a lot of people sitting there. Please come in, say hello, say hello, say hello, say hello. Cool. And so I, I want to hop in that for a few minutes and, and hopefully we get some people who want to come aboard. I know we're going to have Jed Jones. He's coming out for It's Time Live Believe. Conrad, what's happening? Conrad, respect martial arts. Um, and share this, people. Those of you coming aboard, Bob, Jason, Conrad, share it. Valerie, what's happening? Valerie, how's it going? How's it going? And so we're going to cut it up. You know, when we talk about what I learned at Disney, it's just so amazing that Walt Disney was such a hands-on owner. And I believe in our business, a certain amount of that needs to happen, right? To be 
hands-on is super important. Here's an example. The park was really, really crowded. And, you know, Walt liked to walk around the park. And he saw the line was backing up on the Jungle Cruise. Guess what this freaking guy did? He put on a captain's hat. He helped on one of those Jungle Cruise boats. And he did some tours. I mean, that's powerful, right? That's really powerful. So lead by example was one of the biggest things I got from that. And, you know, I'm very passionate about that. Um, I'm a lead by example kind of guy. I think that a lot of the reasons my clients value me and respect what I do is because I'm in the trenches like you are every day. And I believe that's super, super important. It doesn't matter how much money I make. It has, one has nothing to do with the other. You know, for the longest time, people would tell me the sign of success is the fact that you never work in your businesses. And I don't believe that's true. Steve Jobs until the end was really a hands-on in Apple right? Warren Buffett still gets up every day and goes into the office. Does he have to? No. He's, a, he's one of the richest men in the world. He does it because it fulfills his purpose. And I believe for us, and I've heard it from TJ many times, you know, I was out of tune before the pandemic. I was not teaching. I had no idea what my team was going through anymore. They felt that, you know, and they felt that passionately. And, and I, I will agree with them. So I've earned a higher level of respect for my team because I'm in the trenches like they are. I teach like they do, uh, again, since the pandemic. And it's made a huge difference in the relationship I have with my team. So the lead by example was the big one. And I think they shared that, that, that story of Walt because they wanted to share that, right? Disney is what Disney is all the way until today. When they built Walt Disney World in, in Florida, Roy Disney says, we're not doing this unless we put Walt Disney World on it. I don't want it to be called Disney World. I want it to be Walt Disney World because they want to make sure that his legacy carries on. And when I took this, you know, Walt Disney, I don't know, he's been dead since this. I don't know how long he's been dead. Might look that up, Marco. But it's amazing to hear these two presenters. All they kept doing was referencing Walt Disney. Walt Disney, Walt's dream, Walt's vision, what he instilled, Walt, Walt, Walt. And it's amazing because this guy's been dead for years and they've gone from CEO to CEO to CEO, you know, a number of them over the decades and decades and decades. And his vision is still alive because the big thing they said, whatever yours is, ours is what? Live your best life, right? If a parent asks me, why do I want to bring my six-year-old to you? We help them live their best life. That is our why. You know, when I have a junior instructor say to me, hey, you know, why, why do I have to clean this bathroom in between classes? You know what my reply is? Because the mom going in there can't live her best life if it's dirty and there's pee on the floor. So our mantra is very, very clear. Live your best life. Now, in our discussion as a group at this Disney event, you know, the key thing was Walt didn't get people to buy into the why. Right. I don't want people to buy into live your best life. No, no, no. I want them to believe in it. There's a huge difference there. Right. You know, and, and I use that all the time. Get them to drink the Kool-Aid, drink the Kool-Aid, drink the Kool-Aid. That's lame. So I, I, I want to change that up. So I no longer want to get people to drink the Kool-Aid. I want people to to believe in it. So Walt died December 15th, 1966. So here we are, 60 some odd years later, right? That's crazy, but it's not. And, and I was listening to presenters and they're so enamored. They really believe 
in Walt's vision. And he's been gone since 1966. So he really instilled in that culture that was part of the foundation when they created Disneyland. And when he started with by drawing this mouse and doing the short films, you know, in between the films and movie theaters, it's just powerful to see that. And how do you create that type of legacy? Well, you got to walk your talk, right? Think about that. Think about that. He's walking through the park. He starts, you know, driving the boat in the Jungle Cruise. That's so cool. That is cool. That is so cool. And it's really about those memories we create with our students that create those loyal fans, right? The raving fans, that tribe, that tribe. And we all have that in our school. The mom who has, what, three or four kids enrolled in your school and that mom volunteers to do everything whether it's the Easter party, mom, it doesn't matter. She's always ready to volunteer. What if you had a thousand of those, right? What if you had that, the potential of your school growing? You'd never need a Facebook ad. You'd never need any of that, right? So I think that's that's another big takeaway. And I'm going to bring that into the mix at It's Time Live Believe. Uh, we still have a couple of spots for that. It's August 13th through 16th, right here in San Francisco, California. Actually, five minutes from SFO. The four-day experience, I believe there's two spots left. But the four-day is amazing. It's simply it's amazing. It's amazing. Because it is as much personal development as it is um, writing systems. One of the talks I'll do is maximizing the student experience, which I presented at Kovar's event at Promac, and it was very, very well received. So I'm going to repeat that. Only I've made some fine-tuned adjustments. I'm going to add in a little bit what I learned from Disney. Um, and so that plus systems, branding, we got Sam on. And Sam on and I were talking yesterday about that. And I think it was super cool. You know, Sam says, yes, I'm one school owner with 100 students. I'm a multimillionaire, multimillionaire. So there's a real story there. And, and I shared with Sam, I want to be able to share with the people that it's time. And we're going to do something really unique. Uh, we have Sam for four hours on Saturday. We're going to take that last hour and add 30 minutes. And we're going to schedule out these 10-minute sessions with Sam. So you can have a one-on-one. -on -one. Because a lot of people don't want to reveal their financial stuff publicly. But we're going to allow you to book 10 minutes with Sam. And that's going to be really cool, right? Is that cool? Is that cool? So a little one-on-one -on -one time with Sam after his talk. And then Zach Connolly's coming in. Zach is, a you know, uh, the reason I'm bringing in Zach, and I think it's so powerful, Zach helped his mom who opened a school in the pandemic. She's at 150 students, had no real budget to run Facebook ads, Google ads, all the rest. But you know what? Creativity. What you lack in finances, you make up in creativity. Make no mistake. Make no mistake on that. And that's what I love about working with young people like Zach. I love the upstarts, the people that are hungry. They may not you know, be making a lot of money, but they will because they have the creativity and they have the ability to go out there and, and give what money can't. You with me? You with me on that? So cool. So get signed up for It's Time Live Believe. There's a QR code right there. Just scan that, scan that, and you can do one day, two day, four days, or the virtual event. Right? A lot of people signing up for the virtual event, and I'm excited for that. Cool. All right. So, Marco, we're ready to get into this. Do we know if Jed's here? Is he here somewhere? Give me a thumbs up, thumbs down, and we'll hop into that. Hey, Jed, what's happening, sir? Yes, sir. Thank you so much for having me. My apologies Absolutely. for not being punctual there. Yeah, that's okay. Not a big deal. So I'm going to kind of give you a couple of things that I do with a lot of school owners, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I asked you yesterday, uh, why the name for your school? Tell, tell us the name of your school again. Uh, Amherst Karate Studio. And what does that mean? Why did you choose that name? Um, what 
two things. I bought it from my instructor. So okay, cool. I had that name before. We're in the town of Amherst. Good. Um, okay. So what a great opportunity to consider rebranding. Mm-hmm. Right. I think a very clear why is important. Right. Here's a great example. I was sitting on a boat, uh, ferry boat in Cancun with my good buddy, Andre Mavis from Germany. And his school was called Mavis Dojo. Right. For many years. And we were trying to rebrand his school and it took many years to figure it out. But I asked him, I finally said, you know, tell me why. Why did you enroll in martial arts and stick with it? He says, well, as a kid, I got into a lot of trouble. And so the police were always bringing me home to my parents and they'd bring me home and my mom didn't believe me. My dad didn't believe me. The police didn't believe me, but I went into a martial arts school and this instructor was the first person to believe in me. So his school is called Believe Martial Arts. And the tagline is where everything is possible. Because if you believe, then everything is possible, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to be able to cultivate that, like what's Nike's tagline? What's Nike? Just do it. How, how do we know that? You know, they've had that same saying since the 70s. Hmm. Those three words are probably three of the most powerful, you know, words to cultivate a why. Just by itself means nothing. Do means nothing. It means nothing. But those three words put together is this icon- iconic purpose statement that has stood the test of time. What is Disney? The happiest place on earth. There you go. See? So the thing is, once you find out your why, Jed, then you live, teach and preach it. But like I said, you can't get people to buy into it. You got to believe in it. Mm -hmm. You got to, with all your heart, believe in it. And once you do that, it'll be reflective in your website. It'll be reflective in the rack cards. It'll be reflective in the language on the mat. It'll be reflected in a conversation with a parent, in your team training, in everything. Why? consistency is the key to build trust and quality. Dude, do you have a favorite restaurant you eat in, Jed? Um, do you have a go-to? Yeah, there's, there's one. It's, it's a little, there aren't many barbecue places, but there's one right down the road from us that they opened a few years ago. I love that place. I love good barbecue. Mm-hmm. What, what, what's your favorite barbecue? Uh, they have a chopped pork sandwich that I really Ooh. like. Do they do brisket really well? Yeah, they have really good. You know, that's what they say, right? The the sign of a great barbecue place, they nail the brisket. Right. They nail the brisket. Okay. And you go there because every time you get that pork sandwich, it's consistently made the same, correct? I'm sorry. Can you say that one more time? Every time you order the pork sandwich, it's consistently made the same. Yes. Yeah. So you trust. When I go there, they're going to give me the same product that I love every time, correct? Mm-hmm. Right. right. So that's where systems come into a business, a brand and all the rest. If I come to you for a class and one class is really good, then the next class is okay. Then the next class is not so good. That doesn't build trust. Right. So that's where starting with a why and a purpose and a brand is really important. And I wanted to give you that today because when you come out for its time, I want that to be part of what you're looking for. I mm-hmm. want what separates me. Right? If I was to say, hey, Jed, why do I want to bring my six-year-old kid to you versus Joe Karate down the street? What would you tell me? There's, uh, I'll answer it this way. I've been thinking about that question over the last couple of months, especially since over time listening to you over time. Um, and I think we have, and I've mentioned it to the team and they kind of all agree with it, the values down 
the mission I'm still and the why still trying to nail down. I know it has something though to do with inspiring and encourage people. And I think inspiring and encouraging strength in people, helping people become yeah. stronger. Because yeah. that that's what I'm really passionate about. Because I look around and I see people of all ages who lack physical, mental, and emotional strength. You know, yes, I agree. Off the charts in all those areas. So I agree. Trying to find the wording for that. So, but, so uh, when we do a push-up, when we're warming up, does this team instill physical, emotional, and mental strength in people? We don't say it, but, but they should. Are in that. Yes. They should. So that would be a team meeting. Okay. How do we instill physical strength when people are doing push-ups? Hmm. Well, we compliment. Johnny, your back is really straight. I like how you're bending your arms going all the way down and pushing all the way up. That's that Wouldn't that be? Because if they're doing the push-up correctly, isn't that physical strength? Yes. Okay. What, what would be emotional strength? Praise, right? Praising mm -hmm. them, highlighting them, spotlighting them, right? Mm-hmm. And then what is mental strength? Wow, it takes a lot of discipline, which means to always do your best to do that push-up correctly over and over again. Johnny, you have really great discipline because you always do your best. Boom, mm -hmm. there you go. See, and, that, and then that becomes a pattern in everything, if that is your why, mm -hmm. right? Is it, and so if we want to empower and encourage, um, inspire and encourage, I have a school in Germany called Inspire Martial Arts. Mm -hmm. I have a school in the Midwest called Inspire Martial Arts. Mm -hmm. So I've mm -hmm. rebranded a couple of schools to inspire. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen one with, well, yeah, uh, my studio, their, their schools are called Encourage, I-N, Courage. That'd be a great name, Encourage mm -hmm. Martial Arts. I, I mean, that's, see, if you're a mom with a six-year-old kid, isn't that easy? Mm -hmm. Oh, they inspire people. Oh, they encourage people. Oh, they teach focus. Oh, they teach people to believe. Oh, great. You know, it's a pretty simple sell. Mm -hmm. It sells itself. Mm -hmm. And then once you have that clear why you live, teach, and preach it. Cool. All right, yes. so Marco, let's bring up the first piece. Let's take a look at the first piece. And I want to thank Valerie and the people. Who are you working with? Get members or get students? Uh, get students. So, yeah, yeah. So Valerie thank you for being, so, being so open to share this. And as Valerie shared, it's a work in progress. And I agree with that, too. And so, I really appreciate them. I've been working with Mark and he's been really good about being able to go back and forth. So, this yeah, and, and I think that that's important. And the more clear your why is, Jed, the easier it is to communicate that mm -hmm. super clear, right? Super clear. But if you're not super, super clear on that, why then, you know, imagine the average person has a shorter attention span than a goldfish, mm -hmm. right? The average youth today because of a 30 second TikTok video can't focus past 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to create any kind of marketing piece, I have to understand why I do what I do and why I'm creating this piece. So mm -hmm. what do you, first let's begin with what is this piece for? How are you going to use this piece? So this piece specifically will be for rat cards. So we'll put it, we'll put it up in local businesses, continue to work on getting our name out there. Okay. What local businesses are going to allow? So you're going to put this in a brochure holder. You're yeah. going to leave them. Where are you going to leave these? Um, the few places we've been able to do it before, some restaurants are good with it. Um, local pizza places, especially, they usually have a place for it. So a place for it. So it just sits on a shelf. It's in its own plastic acrylic holder. It's up by the cash register of these businesses. G give me some kind of visual. Um, sure. So I know one of them I can think of right off the top of my head. You're walking in and there's this little lobby area before you're really in the restaurant. And off to the left, they have business cards or rack cards there. So we're, we'd be putting 
one like this in a place like that. Okay. So let's talk about the Facebook ad mentality. When you go to Facebook and you're scrolling through Facebook, right? I know you're a martial artist, but you're scrolling through and something pops up for um, baby diapers. Do you bother looking at that ad? No. There you go. So the same thing. I'm in a pizza parlor to get pizza. Am I thinking about signing up my kid for martial arts? No. No. So it's a pretty quick, I'm in, I'm out. I go in, they greet me, they sit me down. Mm-hmm. Or I grab my pizza and I bounce. So I want you to think about that. So you to think, first of all, now let's go to the next step. Who is your demographic? Who is this rack card for? Moms, kids, okay. cool. ages. Cool. Sense Love it. Moms ages with kids ages three to 11. Love it. I love it. Good. So we've nailed down a demographic, mom, kids, three to 11. Okay. And I would even be mindful of that because I don't want to cross market. You'd be amazed. I do separate marketing pieces for three to five-year-olds, marketing pieces for six to 12, marketing pieces for teens and adults, marketing pieces, you know, totally separate. I don't like cross marketing because it Mm -hmm. convolutes the message of what I'm trying to do. So, but we'll stay with three to 11. That's cool. So with that three to 11 year old, where does this mom hang out? Any idea? During the summer, I imagine they'd be at like the pool or the park with their kids. Very cool. Um, Very cool. Maybe Very cool. Local okay. coffee places. Cool. I love it. So here we go. Sunday, 11 a.m., parking structure, completely, pa- I mean, uh, yeah, park structure. Park play structure, play structure, completely packed. Kids are playing, right? Hey, I'm going to play with the kids before I take them to lunch. Off in a distance, you hear music. Everything is awesome, right? Come walking in, Kung Fu Panda, balloons on each side. Your rack cards have fruit snacks attached to it. You blow in, everybody runs up, Kung Fu Panda. Take a couple of pictures, boom, boom, boom. Everybody gets organic fruit snacks with the rack card. And then you bounce to the next park. Hmm. You believe that's more effective than putting that in the pizza parlor that will sit there and may or may not get looked at? Probably, yeah. There you go. And that's one of the things we do, Jed. Hmm. Before the pandemic, that's one of the things we did. Okay. Yeah, we'd start at 11 a.m. We hit park, 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 right? Mm-hmm. It's very odd. People go, wow, you did that? I, I would have never thought of that. See, hmm. but what it really comes down to, Jed, is know your audience. Know your demographic, Right. Understand, and I, I don't I don't like the word pain points, but mm-hmm. that's a standard marketing term. Know their pain points right. or know their needs, right? What does a mom need, right? So let's go into this a little further. So I want you to mine that data. I think another great place is dental office hmm. because that, that kid's, you know, sitting there, you wait a long freaking time in a dental office and they're normally private practices. So for you to approach them and do B2B and say, hey, if you allow me to leave some of these rack cards here, I will put that, that you know, you're, you're a dentist for kids and I'll put it in my newsletter. I'll post it in my social media page, you know, and I'll happily put your flyer and business card in my community area. We have a community billboard in our school specifically mm-hmm. for that. Anybody can hang a flyer as long as it's not political or religious, mm-hmm. right? They're welcome. We love doing people count on it. High school, you know, my high school football team, we're trying to raise money, you know, okay, great. Hang your flyer. All that stuff we welcome. So I think a dentistry is a really good one. We we have a, we actually have a dentist's office here in, the, here in the square that we're in. So that's perfect. Wonderful. Yeah. Because the kids sit there for quite some time. Mm-hmm. 
right? Let's go a step further. What if you donated crayons and the backside of that rack card was something they could color? Hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. I mean, the potential is unlimited. Once right. I know my demographic and I understand the why, mm -hmm. right? I understand the why. So great. Moms, three to 11 year old kids. So let's look at this rack card. I'm a mom with a three to 11 year old kid. What would create an emotional connection? The emotional connection is based upon you fulfill a need. So let's start with the fundamental why of this piece. What am I saying to a mom? What do you think? If I'm looking at this one. Or, or what are you trying to say to a mom? Oh, okay. Um, that Ooh, I love it. Valerie says, we have rack cards with backs to color for Halloween and Valentine's. Ooh. See, very good, cool, Valerie. Go. How, how do I know that? Because I know my demographic. I know how they behave, right? Mm -hmm. So what do you think? What are we trying to say to moms with this piece? That when they bring their kids to Amherst Karate Studio for training, they're gonna be more well-equipped in school. Okay. So how about we get rid, rid of be ready for back to school? Okay. How about we put a question? Would you like your, your child to get better grades? Hmm. Right? So if I saw a subject line on an email come through my emails and it said something like this, would you like your child to be a better listener? Question mark. What do you think the average mom looking at that, what kind of emotional connection that would create? Well, what they're do you gonna, think? They're going to be intrigued because they want their kids to be able to listen better. Thank you. Thank you. So with that top part, you know, you're, you're close. Be ready for back to school. Mm -hmm. I see that at freaking Target. Back to school, get backpacks, back to school. Everything's back to school, mm -hmm. right? I get that. I get that. You know, what helped us with our summer camps is, did you know that children lose two months of learning during the summer? Question mark. Oh. I don't want my kid to lose two months of learning. My God, how do I fix that? Great. Enroll in our summertime martial arts classes or day camp because we teach the type of life skills to keep them sharp all summer. Mm -hmm. okay? So identify that first. So I could say that instead of be ready for back to school, right? Would you like your child to do better in school or grab some data? Did you know children who martial arts, who do martial arts get better grades? Question mark. Something of that nature, mm -hmm. right? create that intrigue based upon knowing your demographic mom with a three day 11 year old mom with a three day one. And you've got people right there. Show this to every mom in your school and say, what do you think? How can we do this piece better? What would make you want to pick up this rack card? I don't like the color of it. Okay, great. Hmm. And you know what? Google colors that appeal to moms with kids. Hmm. Somebody do that for me right now. Somebody Google, what are the three top colors? that appealed to moms with elementary school students. Find me that information, Marco. Somebody find it for me and put it in there. See where we're going with this jet though? Yeah. Right? It, it's a process of discovery. Mm -hmm. See, now we have, okay, great. I want to know what are the three primary marketing colors that appeal to mom with elementary school kids. Maybe Valerie can find that information, right? And that's important.
Sure, we have our brand colors and they should be represented, but I also want to know what colors are going to create an emotional connection with a mom with a three to 11 year old. They're out there. It's data. Somebody put it in the comments because we're going somewhere good with this. Okay, great. So we might tighten up that header, right? I love that you put a QR code in there, right? It's very, very up-to-date, normal now and wow. Now, let's look at the, the pictures themselves. Mm -hmm. Okay, You're a mom with a three to 11 year old kid. What picture out of these four do you think would appeal to them the most? The top left one. They Why do you kids. think the top left one would? They see kids sitting still, focusing. No, we see that because we're martial arts school owners. Okay. You know which one I think would appeal the most? The, the top, one on the top. far upper corner right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She's sweating, smiling, active, engaged. Mm -hmm. That kid looks focused. That kid looks more focused than those kids sitting there waiting mm -hmm. to get their belts. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Oh, good. Jason Smith, yellow, blue, and red. There you go, Jed. Good data. Okay. So even though my brand colors are red, black, and white, right? I would, you know, my logo is the smallest thing on here. It really is. So it would be down in the corner, kind of buried away, because that's not what they're buying. What they're buying is, would you like your child to get great grades in school? Did you know kids who take martial arts get better grades, right? Or kids who do martial arts have awesome focus, whatever. You know, you create that, you establish that emotional connection. You you, you give them, okay, I'm, I'm connecting to your pain point. We're both familiar. I get it, right? You want your kid to be a better listener, whatever the case may be. Then once you do that, then you create the solution, which is you. So mm -hmm. I kind of like that, you know, that one line, but it's really crowded. There's just way too much going on. Way, way, way. And I, it's just not necessary. So what's that one line in red and black? It's really hard for me to read it from here. With the kid kicking the pad. What does that say? Um, martial arts develops character traits that will help your child thrive at school and at home. Okay. So um, I would put there, you know, we are committed to helping your child learn the life skills to better at school and home. Something more directly like this is our purpose. This okay. is what we do, right? We're so passionate about that, right? And I got that a lot at Disney and, and, and we live the same way. People always say, man, your team, they're just so passionate about, you know, helping people live their best life. Yes, they are. Because mm -hmm. we're a walking example of living your best life. So whatever your why is, right? Encourage, inspire, right? We inspire through martial arts and life skills learning uh, for kids to do better at home at school, hmm. right? Something of that nature. And then to get rid of that on the right, because everybody says that improved focus, resilience, confidence. Everybody says that in martial arts, right? Right. We confidence. Great. I'm a consumer. You say confidence. Joe Karate down the street says confidence. I base my buying decision upon who's closer to me and who's cheaper because there's nothing that separates the two, right? Right. If we're both singing the same song, we teach confidence. Well, that's the beginning, middle, and end. So I, as a consumer, I have no emotional connection. You teach confidence. You teach confidence. Who's cheaper and who's closer to me? Because I, there's no worth because there's mm. nothing that separates you. So again, once you know that why, you can really, 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 really begin to dial that in. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. And less is more. Less is more by far. It really, really is. So I would probably narrow that down to two good pictures. And they would be okay. candid because anything that looks posed, looks really posed, is creates distrust. It simply does. That's why I'm really against 
you know, when the instructor's kneeling down, holding one leg, looking right at the camera, smiling, and the kids like this, looking at the camera, smiling, it's not real. That one in the upper right corner is very candid, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody's looking at the camera. There's, you know, stuff going on in the background. It's in your school. It's not like some freaking pagoda in Japan, Matrix Dojo. It's mm -hmm. free. It looks like your school. Is that your school? Yes. See, so now the consistency, if I walk into your school, am I going to see a pretty much the same scene? Mm -hmm. There you go. There you go. I was once with a website company, Jed, and they put the freaking Golden Gate Bridge at the back of my website on the front page. I said, mm -hmm. I don't want that there. It tested really well. I don't care. I live in San Francisco. I don't even go see the Golden Gate Bridge. It has nothing to do with my school or my wire or who we are. We're the experts. We know. Hmm. I, I don't use that website company today, but you see where I'm going with that? Yeah. That picture breeds trust because it's exactly what I'm going to get when I come into your school. Mm -hmm. Right. I wouldn't like drop out the background and put red, yellow or blue just because it's a brand color that appeals to mom. There's a bit of yellow in there that works for me. That still works for me. Right. It's a really cool picture. I like it. It works. Um, you know, the rest I could do or do without. I would find something all within that line. Right. Again, if I'm about inspiration, I'm about encouragement. Any picture that I have there would be inspiring and encouraging. Does that make sense? Yes. And that's a good way to whittle away when I'm doing a shot sheet and I want to think about the different shots I want. Right. Um, I want to be mindful of that. And it looks like she's encouraging that kid. The look on the kid's face while he's kicking. He looks inspired. That mm -hmm. worked for me. The one in the bottom right, it does nothing for me. It's okay. a poo shot. It's not encouraging. It's not inspiring. I don't think you need four pictures. I think you need one good one on each side. Hmm. And then I would definitely, I love the QR code, but I would be bold enough to put a testimonial here. Social hmm. proof is important. You have a good Google review, screenshot it. Don't doctor it up and change it around because people can look at it and go, oh yeah, that's a Google review. There's the stars. That's from Google hmm. or a Yelp review or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for a piece like this, I think it's fine. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Yep. And with today's climate, what would that be like, man? Oh, this is a great one, everybody. Write this down. What if we put a QR code that I can whip out my phone and scan and it goes right to a, a video testimonial or commercial? Hmm. Whoa, put that down, people. That's an aha moment for me. Right. The rack card. OK, cool. Rack card. Right. But imagine if I could scan a QR code, Jed, that goes straight to a, a video because we know videos king. Right. Right. Videos king. Wouldn't that be cool? Mm -hmm. That would be very cool. Oh, write that down. That, that's my big takeaway of the day, folks. My rack cards are going to have a QR code going to watch this now to hear what parents have to say. Right. Or mm -hmm. write to a commercial. That would be there you go, folks. That's the most innovative thing I've come up with today. Thank you, Jed. I appreciate you. I appreciate you for that. But see how this we discover things together? Yes. And that's what's cool about this type of dialogue. See, it's not about my eagle claws better than your tiger kung fu, right? It's not about my rack cards are better than this card, or I can make a better rack card. If I approach it that way, it's filled with ego and insecurity and fear. What I do come to the plate with is let's explore this, right? Let's explore this together. That is my number one thing. Take that to the bank, Valerie. To every one of your clients, what they need to do is have a video with parents' testimonials, you know, cutaways to people training. In, in Jed's case, people training who are inspired and encouraged and make sure the video testimonials I get, you know, 
it's really inspiring, hmm. right? To come to Anhurst Karate. You know why? Because they encourage my child. Mm-hmm. Are we done? Are we done yet? Or are we done? Mm-hmm. So what it does, it doesn't narrow your parameters. It just really gives you a consistent message right. in everything that you do, right? And if I'm constantly hearing, you know, wow, I'm inspired by little Johnny. Look how he's key-eyeing the loudest. Whoa, man, you know, Johnny, you're doing a great job over the buddy. Encouragement, encouragement, encouragement. See, then it's our consistency. If that's if that's your why. Mm-hmm. Staff training. It's really important we inspire our kids, right? So don't criticize, don't ridicule, don't single people out. It's really important we encourage kids. So we're going to use kids like, use words like, it's really awesome. You're cool. Da, 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 whatever you consider to be mm-hmm. encouragement in your school. There's so many ways to encourage people, Jed. You know, but mm-hmm. what makes your unique method of encouraging people. What do you say? It's easy to say we inspire people. Right. Right. But it's okay. Now we know why we, we, we have this school because we love to inspire and encourage people, but okay. Now, how do we do that? Mm-hmm. What are our systems? What are our standard operating procedures that cultivate that? Hmm. Mm-hmm. See, and it's all based upon starting. And, you know, I get I, I don't have my Disney notes here, but that was the first thing in, in the book. What is your purpose? Your core values. That's it. I want a purpose. Right. Disney is to make to help to create happiness through entertainment. That's their new one. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, that's what we help people live their best life. That's all I do whether it's you as a school owner, a four-year-old kid on the mat, or, uh, you know, the leadership team at Meta. That's what I do. I help people live their best life. That's all I do. That's all I do. And so I'm very clear about that. I'm very clear about that. And through this rack piece, I believe we've accomplished that today already. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to do? We're going to come up with a strong tagline up top. Yep. We're going to really zone in the pictures to be inspiring and encouraging. You know, we're going to focus on... Uh, those three brand colors that appeal to a mom with a three to six-year-old kid, right? What were those colors? Yellow, blue, and red. Yep. So I want to get some blue in there. I want to get some red in there, you know, maybe a little more yellow. Um, and then eventually, you know, you do need a logo of some sort. I don't see a logo here. I see font, Amherst Karate Studio. Hmm. Okay. And I would consider, because the word martial arts is the single most Googled acronym, people don't Google karate. People don't Google studio. People simply do not, mm-hmm. do not. And I think you do need a brand. I had one client I was working with and they call, I don't know, it was Santa Rita, Santa Rita Karate. And I said, well, why did you call it Santa Rita? Because I'm in Santa Rita and Santa Rita is the most searched word. Yeah, but just because I'm using Santa Rita in my search doesn't mean I'm looking for martial arts. Yeah. And lo and behold, they have one of the biggest prisons in the state of California. <laughs> they have one of the biggest prisons in the state of California, I in no shape, way, or form want my brand associated with Santa Rita Prison, mm. Santa Rita Correctional Facility. You see where I'm going with that? Yep. So I think that's really old and played out when people mm. do that because they think it's smart, you know, SEO. It's not. It's mm. not. It's simply not. Not in today's age. I think you have something special here, Jed, and I think you deserve the opportunity to cultivate a brand that you can get behind, that your staff can get behind, that all your parents will get behind. And a good rebrand, it's a good day. Think about Facebook. Facebook has changed their name to what? Meta. Meta. If a company of 80,000 can do that, I believe any of us can do that. Hmm. 
And sometimes a good rebrand is just a shot in the arm, just to really take your company, right? You bought this from your instructor. Let's make it Jets. Let's mm. make it yours. Mm. You feel me on that? Yeah. Yeah. So I want you to start thinking about that before you come out to It's Time. Okay. Cool? Mm-hmm. Any questions, any takeaways, Jed? No, it, it's, that, was, that was really helpful um, and helpful to see your process of how you do something like this. Uh, I think one of the key takeaways was getting that rat car in peace, but then like going, going where our demographic is. So like mm-hmm. parks and, and understanding your demographics needs and mm-hmm. then being the person to fulfill that need. Mm-hmm. Right. And the why, why do you do this? Not necessarily better. Why, you know, and I think that's ego when we say, well, you know, we're the best. That doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. to a parent. No, tell me why, why, what makes your methods, methodology, what do you do so unique that I have an emotional connection to you mm-hmm. to want to invest in this relationship? See, the challenge for me with a lot of pieces out there, they follow a very simple cookie cutter mentality of yeah. what I want to get him leads. That's my job. I give you digital marketing to get you leads. Mm-hmm. But we know that, right? You get a thousand leads. How many actually schedule a trial? 10. How many actually show up? Three. That's mm-hmm. why, you know, they say if you get 1% return, if your ROI on marketing is 1%, then it's a good day. Mm-hmm. That's not a good day to me. If I made 1% on the stock market on something I invested in, mm-hmm. I suck. I mm-hmm. suck. It's a bad day, Jed. It's a bad right. day. And that's why when a, a Facebook marketer would say to me, you know, well, you know, your click through rate is only costing you 25 cents. I, I will pay $150 for that click through for one lead. If that lead is not going to be a trial, if that lead's not going to be a student, that lead is going to be a relationship mm-hmm. that we both want to invest in because that's long-term. So that's mm-hmm. what you hear me say all the time, Jed, I don't want leads. I don't want trials. I don't even want students. I want relationships. Mm-hmm. And that means I need to be willing to be patient and invest over time. So mm-hmm. when you design this rack card, don't look at it as we want to get students for back back to school. No, this is my introduction. I want to plant a seed, create emotional connection to do what? To inspire and encourage them to want to invest in a long-term relationship with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll start. Yeah, I'll start working on all those things. Big, cool. big picture and small picture there. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, isn't it? And it that's is. the cool yeah. thing about being the architect of your business, sir. You know, you're the visionary, you're the architect, but it requires you to boldly go where no one's willing to go. Mm-hmm. No stock photos, no freaking standard taglines. You got to dig deep. Mm-hmm. And that's when you come up with something magical like the happiest place on earth or just do it. Wow, that's, you know, it's powerful. Cool. Mm-hmm. All righty, yes. sir. And, and if you get a chance, I know you have access to my e-learning products. Look at mm-hmm. the one on branding. Okay. There's one in there on branding, and I'm sure Marco or Chris can direct you to it, right? Because you have access to that since you're coming out to It's Time, right? Okay. There's so many great learning modules in there. You have access to that for the next three months. Awesome. You know, mind the data. But it doesn't matter. The data means nothing if it doesn't fit your values and why. Mm-hmm. So that's why you need the why. You need your core values set up. So whatever data you take in helps fulfill that. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does, yes. Cool. All right, Jed, I look forward to seeing you in, what, less than two weeks now, huh? Yeah. Awesome. It's going to be exciting. Thank you, sir.
Thank you so much. Have a good day. You too. Wow. So you see that folks? And, and that's, that's the fun part. I love the discovery, right? It's just, Ooh, because when the day's done, don't listen to me. Don't listen to anybody. Figure it out for yourself. But to have good information like this, we discovered a lot of things today about Jed and his brand. We discovered a lot looking at this piece. We discovered a mindset and a strategy when you approach a thing like a marketing piece. And I hope it makes sense to you, right? And that's the big thing because you don't know what you don't know. A lot of people lack the common sense to look at a marketing piece and going, this is effective or not effective, right? We don't know. We don't know. Right. And it's hard for a lot of digital marketers because they're just taking data. Data says this headline works. Yeah, but it doesn't introduce people to my unique why and brand. It's just data. This tests well. I hear that a lot from digital marketers. This tests well. I don't care what tests well. I want to create an emotional connection with people with my brand. I don't want to sing the same song as Joe Karate down the street, but it tests well. You're missing the point here. I don't want to sing the same song as everybody else in the industry. We teach confidence. Great. Everybody says that. It won't create emotional connect, but it tests well. We're way over that. I mean, I think we should be over that by this point. Cool? All right. Who else is here? Eric. What's happening, Eric? Good. Awesome, Valerie. I'm glad you took that in. Thank you for being vulnerable and being transparent and, and allowing you guys to be here and, and look at the piece and work on it together. I'm sure. I can't wait to it, Valerie. Post it in the disruptors. See what you guys bring to the plate with this piece now, you know, based upon that conversation. Really work that piece, right? It's all, you know, we're all, we're, we're all um, works in progress, as I say. Companies are all works in progress. Facebook is now meta. They are a work in progress. You know, when I did the talk to the global marketing team on leadership, they looked at me and said, we are a startup company of 80,000. Oh, God. You're a startup again? That's crazy. But it's not. It's not. Madonna, you know, who's still here, has reinvented herself so many times. Don't be afraid to rebrand. Don't be afraid to reinvent yourself. Right? We need to be relevant with today's climate. And today's climate, even 10, 15 years ago, didn't have TikTok, Instagram, and all the rest. It's a whole different environment. And we need to be aware of that. Cool? We need to be aware of that. All right. Hey, Ralph from Switzerland. Ralph's going to be on the virtual. So you can sign up for the one-day virtual event. You know, think about that as well. I will talk about a lot of what I'm sharing with you now. And I think that's what's unique about me. You know what I bring to the plate? And I'm going to toot my own horn. You know, I'm a third generation small business owner. I've owned small businesses for well over 35 years, not just martial arts schools. I am a small business, for the lack of a better word, expert, because I've failed. I've succeeded. I'm in the trenches daily. I'm a small business owner, thoroughly. I'm a small business owner, right? So think about attending the virtual event. Ralph is all the way from Switzerland. Cool. All right, Marco, do we have anybody else who wants to come on today? Ricardo. What's happening, Ricardo? Hello, sir. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you. How are you Great. today, sir? Great. Mm. So what's your Happy question? To be for here. Me? Uh, so, you know, one of the challenges that, I, that I'm having currently is setting up a time to meet with the instructors for training and for, you know, discussing things that are going on at the school. And it feels that when we do, we just discuss a lot, you know, 
we we basically play catch up. We have so much to talk that we didn't we don't really get to the training piece so much. And the reason is because we are not consistent. That's that's it's my fault. You know, I take uh, responsibility for that because of the consistency of the training. Uh, I want to set up a, a time to you know to meet and, okay. and, and train. Let me ask you this question. What do you think is the strategy to approach this? What is step one? Step one will be set up the goals, what we want to accomplish. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would do that on my own first, right? Yes, I would sir. sit there and write out all the goals. Then I would have my team do the same. So there's no pressure when I'm all sitting there together doing that. Say, hey, I want you to write down everything you think we need to do to better the school. Then I would take all three, what you've written. How many people are involved in this? Four. Four. I would take all four sheets. I would hang it on a wall. We have four sheets on a wall now. Now, I would look at all this. You're going to probably have over 100 suggestions at that point, right? You, and, and you have everything. Then I would look consistently. This one says curriculum development, curriculum development, curriculum development, curriculum development. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. So I would narrow it down to the top 10 things, okay, that everybody's singing the same song. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Okay, great. Perfect. Then after that, I would sit with the team and say, we're going to pick three. I know we okay. need to do all these things. I'm very aware of that. What are the three things that everybody agrees we should do? So if you had to narrow it down to three, what would be one of those things? If you had to just off the top of your head. Um, maybe scheduling. Scheduling what? Uh, the classes. Okay. Class schedule. Okay. I like that. And not marketing will be marketing. Well, let's probably. go with class schedule. So okay. I'd sit down and say, okay, team, class scheduling is number one. Let's break it down. What do you think is great about our schedule? What do you think needs to be improved about our schedule? Well, there needs to be more white belt classes because the white belt classes are too full. And we notice that people aren't signing up for, you know, our program because it doesn't fit their schedule. Great. Then we're going to add more. You know, the, the yellow belt class is way overcrowded. Oh, we only have it twice a week. We got to add more. See, but now we're on one thing, one specific thing, and we work on it until it's done. I'm sorry. Yeah, we, we change our schedule all the time. We have no challenge with it because there's an ebb and a flow. And the minute we see classes overcrowded, I'm campaigning right in the class. Parents, we recognize this class is really overcrowded. We were working on it. We'll have an answer for you next week. Boom, next week. Great, we've added this class. Da, 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 da. You can no longer use this class as a makeup because that creates overcrowding. And we've created a few other solutions. So it's a very proactive approach. You give them the option to go to the classes if it fits their schedule? No, we try to schedule them because if you're going to grow your school, remember, we've had that discussion. You know, we have kids who come Monday, Wednesday. Five classes, 30 classes of kids, 150 students, right? We have so, the same thing Tuesday and Thursday, another 150 students. Now we have 300 active students. Friday, once a week students, another 150. Now we're at 450. Another 150 on Saturday. Now we're at 600. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. 
Yeah, but they can do a makeup class. But if you let people come randomly, then one class has 10 kids, next class has 50 because they're showing up whenever they want. And that's going to create an inconsistent environment for training. Yes, sir. And parents ask it, but can I have the flexibility to come whenever I want? No, kids love structure. So we want to make sure that they come to the same class time twice a week. Imagine if the soccer coach, uh, okay, everybody, Monday at five, be here next week. Hey, uh, I'm free on Thursday at eight. Show up eight o'clock at this field. Parents are going to be pissed, right? So why would you allow your parents to do that in your school? I wouldn't because those parents will never invest. You are just, you know, an extra. Oh, I got time this week, so we'll come on Wednesday. Oh, I have time on this day, so I'll come Monday. Don't do that. I I totally tell people don't do that because I think your attrition rate will be higher and you don't have anybody who's invested because they don't consistently come to a scheduled class. They come whenever they're free. If I have a... Tuesday and Thursday class overcrowded at 7 p.m., uh, 6 p.m., mm-hmm. and and I want to open a new class mm-hmm. at 5 p.m. on Wednesday and Monday and Wednesday. Would that be too much? No, because I would pull my parents and say, hey, 7 o'clock is really crowded. What class times would potentially interest you and what days? Okay. So that would be... Yeah. And then because I want data, I want data to make a decision. I'm not just going to magically pull it out of the air and go, this time is going to work. We have no data. But if I talk to parents and 50% say Wednesday at five o'clock works, great. Then at least I know 50% of those kids will leave that class to alleviate the crowdedness and move there. They'll happily move there. Oh, you're telling me I don't have to come to the crowded class? I have a class that I can come to that's not as crowded? Awesome. Works for me. So you see the strategy scheduling was just the beginning of it, right? Then we had the team write everything out about that. Then we narrowed it down to three. Then we, you know, I mean, that's really the project. But what it sounds like to me, starting from leadership, is you have to define your processes. It's easy to take blame. It's my fault, da-da-da-da-da. But what are you doing to change that thinking? Right. See, it's kind of like releasing, you know, air out of a tire okay there's it's not it's not overfilled because i released some air but it's still not going to work right i mean it's commendable i take accountability it's my fault but yeah but what are you doing to change that mindset ricardo what are you doing to change that well one little thing one little thing if i can't get everyone on the same page for meetings guess what i do power meetings all day long in the moment hey sir that's really neat but you, you know i encourage you to hold the pad this way for safety Hey, that was really neat, you know, but here's something we can do better, right? Those little five-minute power meetings way replace two, three-hour meetings every every week, especially with today's generation. Nobody oh, wants to sit in a freaking meeting for an hour. It sucks, right? So I don't mind a Zoom, but it might be a quick Zoom to go over the what we're teaching next week, you know, whatever. But I think you as the visionaries, the architect, need to come to the plate with a very clear agenda and stick to that agenda. That way it's more productive. I would rather do one thing really well than 50 things poorly. So we're going to focus on this one thing, scheduling until it's done. Great, done, boom. What's next, right? And then you go to the next thing on the list. Staff training, great. Okay, how, how do we improve upon that? Well, we're not 
working out together. We need to do that. Great. What's a good time for everybody? Oh, we can only do it Friday after classes from seven to eight. Great. That'll be the scheduled time. Everybody's paid to be there. It's mandatory. Boom. So on. And, and it's just that way. I mean, action is really what it's about, Ricardo, taking action. And then if you're wrong, then you adjust it. It's not a big deal, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. But I think, like I said at the top of the broadcast, learning to trust yourself. And the only way I can do that is by taking action and not being afraid to make mistakes, not being afraid of the trial and error period, because that's going to happen. Until we dial it in, there's going to be trial and error. I will fail. I will make mistakes. I will have to change my mind. Everybody cool with that? And once we get it, then we'll settle in and run with it. Does Thanks. that make sense, sir? It makes sense perfectly. Yeah. Makes yeah. a lot of sense. Well, it does. But see, you know, like Conrad, who's here, you know, when he, he said that to me, analysis paralysis, you know, you mm -hmm. just analyze it to the point of being paralyzed. It's not a good day. Right. Got to take action. Yes, sir. And you deserve action it. All righty, sir. Hey, I look forward to seeing you on, on the virtual, right? You're going to be yes, in the sir. virtual? Awesome. I will be there. I always love your energy. And I appreciate you, sir. I keep that Thank one you. picture that, where we hugged each other at yeah. the last it's time. It motivates me. You inspire yeah. me, sir. And, and I find myself looking at that picture when I, you know, as I keep my folder of what I'm going right. to post in social media. And, yeah. and, and I consider you to be a friend. And I thank, thank you. I, 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 uh, likewise, yes. I wanted to go there, but I just had a baby. Good for yeah. you. Congratulations. Thank you. But uh, next year, I'll definitely be there. Awesome. I'll give you another hug. Thank you, sir. <laughs> thank you so much. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. All righty, folks. And we could do this all day long. You know, and that's what I love about the work, what I do. I don't want to tell you how to think. I want to teach you different ways of discovering how to think best for you, for you. And it's always doled out with love. But as anyone will say here, Marco, Jason, Monique, anyone that works with me, I don't pull punches. You know, I don't think, I think it's important not to candy coat, right? It's not a brand new four-year-old white belt student. You're legitimate school owners. You know, you're trying to create a successful business so you can support your family, your team, and give back to the community. And so sometimes kid gloves are just not what's needed. That a level of accountability, you heard that with Ricardo, I said that. It's great to say it's my fault and I'm sorry, but how does that move the needle? You need to change your thinking and get past, well, you know, at least I'm accountable and I'm sorry for what I did and move into actionable steps. They're going to help you move the needle in your business. Cool? Man, we're out of time. So maybe we'll do this again next Friday. You want to come on the show next Friday? Come join me. So let's thank our sponsors, all right? We got my studio, Market Muscles, Kids Love Life Skills, LC Accounting. Thank you so much for backing me up, allowing me to do what I do freely. They never tell me what to do. Otherwise, I wouldn't work with them. I need the freedom to be creative and express myself. I can do that with Big Brother pressing their, you know, thumb down on me every time I move, right? Who's coming out to It's Time Live Believe? We got like two spots left for the four days. The two days open, the one days open with Zach Connolly, Sam on. But if you can't be here like Ricardo, sign up for the virtual. Sign up for the virtual. We'll put all, all the links in the threads. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Hey, I am Brandon Beliso. Where can you find me? Subscribe to Success Never Sleeps or Mindful Meditations at all the podcast platforms. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Follow me at Instagram. Yeah, you can follow me at Instagram. Join our disruptor group. There's files in there, hundreds of thousands of dollars of files that you can study to better your school with systems, processes. It's all sitting there. Join the disruptors. All right? For everything else, go to brandonblistar.com.
gmail.com. Thank you, Marco. I love you as always. I'm digging this new format, sir. Thank you for introducing me to me. It's Marco is why we're here at StreamYard. Marco's, you know, God, we did such prehistoric stuff. I know it's because he was afraid to tell me that StreamYard, StreamYard is much better than what we've been doing, Professor, for months and months. But finally, I'm with it, right? Next time, tell me a little sooner because this is so cool. I'm digging this format and it rocks. It rocks. Thank you, everybody, for being here today. This is Success Never Success Never Sleeps. I am Brandon Belize. So until we talk again, what are you going to go out there and do? Live your best life.